I'm Liz Spencer and welcome to Business Connection, introducing you to the names and faces of Naperville area entrepreneurs and business owners. Today we welcome DuPage Credit Union, Lindsay Chan Photography, as well as Ben Wearsom Sound Technology, all here on Business Connection. Welcome to Business Connection. I'm Liz Spencer. Joining me now is an old friend, Sue Welsh, and she's with the DuPage Credit Union. Welcome. Hi, Liz. Good to see you. So it is a really hot housing market. Tell me a little bit about the space we're in right now. What should we be thinking about? So this 2021 year has really been historic, both in low interest rates on mortgages, as well as the, you know, increasing home values, record home values. So a lot of people have a lot more equity in their mm -hmm. houses. Right, so, so it's helping both really the buyer and the seller. Both are winning in this market. Absolutely, absolutely. The buyers are struggling a little bit more with the competition of getting their offers in and getting them accepted because things are going fast. It, they are super fast. You have to really have all your ducks in a row. It's no more just kind of like, I'm think, oh, we're thinking maybe we'll want to size up or size down. We'll just go look. Right. No looking. <laughs> no looking. You need to be out there and being serious. So if you're thinking about buying, uh, buying or selling the home, especially you know, if we sell the home, we've got to go someplace. We're all in the looking for a mortgage. Where, now, is it a good time mortgage rate-wise to be thinking about moving? Fabulous time. Historic low rates. We've carried those rates for a few years now. Um, with the increased value of your selling, you have the ability to buy more because you have that additional equity, and you can buy more with your lower interest rate, more buying power. More buying power across the board. So, yeah. so when we're thinking about um, mortgages in general, how does um, DuPage Credit Union um, stand apart from its competition? Oh, we're heads and shoulders above everyone else. I would say the first thing is we have a lot of personal attention. We do all of our originating, processing, underwriting, closing, and servicing right in Naperville, which is great. You pick up the phone, our people usually know who you are. We offer products that many other lenders do not offer. With this crazy housing market, we have what's called a Member's Edge product on a purchase, and it allows our members to have a fully underwritten pre-approval when they go out. So they kind of have that edge over somebody that's just have a pre-approval that sometimes aren't worth the paper they're written on. And I think when you have a pre-approval, you also know what, what range you, you can go look in. Because I think sometimes people maybe get, you know, looking a little bit, you know, past their budget. Right. And then they get, come in, they, they sit with the mortgage person, and they run, run, the, run the rates, and suddenly they're, they're too high. Yes, totally. People need to know what they have to put down on the property, what they qualify for, with taxes, with insurance, and our team members are gonna walk everyone through that. Do, do you have to be uh, already not a member of the Page Credit Union to take advantage of this, or can you come in and say, hey, I wanna explore this? We make membership very easy. Okay. So if you live or work in DuPage County, or Kane, Kendall, DeKalb, Will, uh, Lake, McHenry, we make it very easy to be a member, for sure. And once you're a member, you have all the benefits of membership. 
Right, and that includes really a full-service bank, am I right? We are a full-service financial institution, you bet. We have checking, savings, credit cards, auto loans, mortgages, personal loans, full-service. Full-service. Yeah. But So let's talk a little bit, let's go back to that mortgage, because it's nice to be in a full-service. It's a one-stop shop a lot, right. and, and sometimes there are a lot of different products to sh choose from that we don't realize. Like I think I'm just going to go in on a mortgage and then there are, you mentioned the Edge product. What else can I think, should I be thinking about product-wise? Well, products we carry, first the purchase mortgage, which you can have as little as 3% down or go with however much you want down, but that helps a lot of first-time home buyers. We have a rate and term refinance or we have a cash out refinance. So if you're looking to use that equity from your home to maybe do a rehab or a remodel, cash out is a great opportunity for that. We offer 10, 15, 20, 25, and 30 year fixed on those products. Then we have multiple home equity products, which is a second mortgage. So you can either get your traditional variable HELOC, you can get a fixed, a flex equity, which is fixed for a portion of the time, then goes variable. We have conventional fixed products, five years, seven year, 10 year, so all kinds of products. And then we also offer what we call a future value home equity product, which is kind of like a mini construction loan. So let's say you want to tap into the equity, that great equity that we've all gotten this year, and maybe rehab your kitchen or something. We will actually lend up to 90% of the future values, so what the value is going to be once you put in that new kitchen or once you put in the new bathrooms or new windows or roof or whatever you're looking to do. And that's kind of a specific product to us. Right, because there has been a lot of rehabbing and fixing up of the home because we've spent some time in our oh, home. Lots of time, right. Right, well, and the, well it's, I think it's a combination of we've had the time to think about it and it's also we've had the time to notice it. Right. When you're in the house, you do notice things. We've seen a real uptick in the equity products and people wanting to fix those houses up. Bathrooms have been big. Mm -hmm. Finished basements have been oh, big. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, they need more space now that everybody's in the home all day long. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, the equity products are a real great option. Or again, the cash out. The cash out will go up to 80% and many of our equity products will go up to 90%. Wow, that's a lot to think of. So think about, so if, if a family or an individual is thinking, thinking about either mortgage or maybe they're thinking about that home equity or they've been staring at those walls for a while, um, how do they get started? Can they come in and talk to someone about this? We, can, we absolutely meet face-to-face. -face. We have three branches. We have one here in Naperville. That's awesome. You can pick up the phone and call 1-800-323-2611 and you will get right in with one of our team members. They'll walk you through everything. Or you can use the ease of applying online and visit our website at www.dupagecu.com. That's awesome. Well, it's nice to have a couple different ways to go. You know, some people are very much want to fill out that form. Other people, like me, like to pick up the phone and, and get a chance me to talk, talk with someone, <laughs> maybe, maybe even Sue. Yeah. So you seem to really love what you do. I do. Why do you love it so much? Well, DuPage Credit Union has been around for 66 years. We're a member-owned not-for-profit, so when we have profits and generate profits, we return those to our members in the form of low interest rates on loans, low interest rates on credit cards. We are focused on taking care of our community and our members and just the financial fitness for everyone. That's awesome. You all do such a great job and you thank serve you. the community so well. So thank you for taking a few moments out of your day to come in and share with us all the great things we need to think about. 
It was so nice to see you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. We'll be right back with more Business Connection. Stay tuned. Stay in the know, at home, or on the go with NCTV 17 News Update. This quick recap of everything happening in and around town will be delivered straight to your email inbox for free. Sign up today. Welcome to Business Connection. I'm Liz Spencer. Joining me now is Lindsay of Lindsay Chan Photography. Welcome, Lindsay. People may recognize you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yes, yeah, so I think people may recognize you a little bit because you've had a little time with us at NCTV, and we appreciate that. Yeah. But I think what people are beginning to or probably know more about you now is your photography. People are hiring you all over Naperville, <laughs> and I appreciate that. And you have successfully turned your, your hobby into a business. How did you do that? Well, I, um, I actually learned on film um, when I was about 14 years old. I graduated from Naperville Central High School, and we had a dark room there, mm -hmm. um, you know, learned everything to developing the film, to making your own prints and enlargements and all of that. Into college, um, just kind of was always the girl with the camera on campus. Mm -hmm. And I would say things actually became a business for me about six years ago after my daughter was born. Not everyone can be successful at that transfer from hobby to business. What inspired you to do it, and why do you think you're successful at it? Well, I think, you know, I think my big motivation was probably my kids. I think a lot of people, moms especially, will say, you know, oh, I'd love to have more time with my kids. I'd love to build this hobby into a business. Um, like you said, it can't always be done successfully. I think I've gotten to the point where I've kind of figured out that if I... Um, place my priorities with my family and then also my business at the same time and find that balance that that has worked for us and making connections within the community um, genuine relationship building has worked really well for me and I'm happy to be able to have that balance between being with my kids and being home and then also having a successful full-time full-time job and full-time business wow that's that's amazing <laughs> So you, it was six years ago that you started it. How do you think your business has grown and changed in those six years? I think it's evolved more, like you said, from a hobby to a business, but I've kind of honed in on my skills. I think the, the most important thing I could tell someone else is that you should always be growing. Mm -hmm. I mean, even now I would con consider myself a full-time professional photographer, but I'm still always learning and growing, um, finding that humility and saying that I'm not perfect and I have more things to learn but have spent a lot of time investing financially and investing my time in continuing to kind of grow and hone in on, on those skills, but then also finding a balance between being a creative person as a photographer and being a business owner, mm -hmm. which is an interesting balance mm -hmm. because a lot of people will think, oh, well, you know, you, you've got these certain parts of your brain that work a certain way. You know, a creative person doesn't know how to run a business or a person who's how to run a business can't be creative because they're very structured and rigid in the way that they think. And I've figured out how to kind of make both work. That's excellent. And I think it's important that um, creativity is one thing, but it is a business. And I think mm -hmm. lots of people, whether it be a creative business or somebody that likes to you know, mow lawns, it's when you're starting to do something that you have passion about, it, it is learning that business side. It's just mm -hmm. the learning of it to know yeah. what you have to know because it, it doesn't necessarily get passed down anyway. I would say when I started six years ago, I had no idea what a business plan was. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what a cost of doing business was. I just thought, I'm just gonna, I've got a nice camera yeah. and you know, I'm learning how to do this and I wanna be with my kids. And um, thankfully I've had a great 
um, support network of either other photographers and business owners or just other small business owners that I've learned from. Um, a lot of focus on community over competition has been really valuable to me. I've got, well, before COVID, mm -hmm. a whole group of, of women that like we'll get to we'll get together for dinner. And, you know, we're all photographers, we're all based in the same area, and we don't see each other as competition. We see each other as community, where you can go bounce ideas off of each other, refer clients to each other, and that has been so valuable to me. And I feel like once I um, kind of put my blinders on and, and decided there's enough people to go around in the community mm -hmm. for all of us, and mm -hmm. we're all in this together, and how can we sustain our industry as photographers to be profitable professionals compared to, you know, starting to undercut each other and do things like that, that that community over competition has been incredibly valuable for me. That's awesome. What would be a favorite type of photography that you Ooh. like? Or, and what, what yeah. let's, let's go take a step back and go, what type of photography do you do? Sure. So I do a wide array of portrait photography is how I okay. categorize myself, okay. as well as then some commercial and business work. Okay. Um, Again, that's a balance between doing what I love creatively and then things that pay the bills mm -hmm. also. Mm -hmm. So there's a balance there. Um, I would say annually I take on a handful of a couple of small weddings. I have a lot of friends that are full-time wedding photographers that I gladly refer out any wedding inquiries that I get mm -hmm. because that is their, you know, their craft and their passion. Mm -hmm. um, usually smaller weddings, second marriages, low-key plans, kind of what I enjoy doing. But then from there, my... My main focus, my love is families, portraits, babies, um, and then growing from there into like lots of milestones, into high school seniors for senior photos, and then the, the business um, and corporate work on the other end as well. Personal branding for small businesses. I love working with women-owned businesses and really honing in on their needs for social media, photography, strategies, Instagram, all those things are so big right now mm -hmm. that having a professional photographer for those even like lifestyle type branding can be really, really helpful for businesses as they grow themselves as well. Um, and then to answer your question of the kind that I enjoy the most, I would say um, working with moms, um, especially young moms that have young kids, they feel like they're never the one in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. And I shouldn't even say young moms because there's a lot of moms who have older kids who right. also feel like they're never in front That's of the right. camera. So I shouldn't just say just young moms. But I would say moms, helping women feel beautiful and confident, convincing them to get behind the camera themselves and um, be with their kids in photos instead of be the ones being the ones taking the photos. And then making them feel beautiful inside and out is kind of what I really, really enjoy. That's awesome. That's awesome. What, what might be the one tip or tips that you might give a, a client who's coming to you? For clients, I would say the best advice I can give is relax. <laughs> Let me hmm. do my job. Hmm. I know that's easier said than done because <laughs> I know what it's like to feel on the other side of things. Sure. I have friends of mine that I book my own family photos with every year, mm -hmm. and then I know what it's like to be on the other side of it, and it's stressful. You're getting your kids ready. You have to get showered and right. put makeup on, and then you've got to get the kids ready, and you're planning your outfits. Um, I help my clients with all of those things. I have prep guides that I give them, you know, outfit suggestions. We work one-on-one. I have um, a part-time assistant that works with me as well, and Ashley is always helpful with planning outfits and you know preparing people. So I would say the best advice I can give is relax, let me do my job. I think a good attitude really helps a mm -hmm. lot too, because especially with families, our kids feed off of our feelings. Mm -hmm. So if we're stressed and we're yelling at our kids, sit down, don't move, listen to her. Like right. they're, they're 
don't want to be there. That's not fun for them. So I say, good attitude. You know, let me do my job. Let me be fun and silly. I always have lollipops mm -hmm. <laughs> for afterwards as a fun little reward. Um, and so I just think that's the best advice would be to relax. And whether you're working with me or another professional, let them do their job. I think the key word there is you've hired a professional, so let them do their job. Yes. Right. Yes. Sometimes we like to come in and, and overpower and things mm -hmm. like that, and that's never a, a never good idea. Um, but tell me a little bit. You have you're a small business owner. You took you took it from a hobby to a business. What might be a piece of advice for somebody who's listening who thinks, hey, I I I might want to do this. Yeah, I would say the best advice I can give is to value your time. Mm -hmm. um, and surround yourself with people that will help support you and lift you up. And, and really just that idea of you need a business plan, you need to know what you're doing, you can't just decide I'm just going to do this and wing it <laughs> um, because that's, that's not going to be successful um, for you for your time, especially if your goal is to um, have more time if you are a parent with your family and owning your own business. So maybe you're working a traditional salary job and you're thinking, wow, I'm missing out on all of these things with my kids. I want to be home with them more or just want to have more time to myself if you're not a parent. Um, sometimes being a small business owner and entrepreneur means that you're giving even more of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, with that being said, you do have to work hard. I have this quote in my um, in my desk in my studio that says that dreams don't work unless you do. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of one of my go-to things that I've had to work hard and, um, and find that balance and get to that point where I can kind of then take a step back and enjoy what I've built, um, which has taken time. Yes, well, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to visit with me on Business Connection and tell us a little bit about what you do and, and, and all the success. So we wish you continued success. We'll keep an eye on you and see how you do it. Thank so you so much for having me. You're welcome. And we're going to be back with more Business Connection. Stay tuned. Neighborville Crime Stoppers. Yes, I'd like to report some suspicious activity in my neighborhood. How does this work? Yes, thanks for calling. Your call is anonymous, and I'll not ask for your name. Instead, you'll be identified by a tip number. In a few weeks, call back with the tip number you received, and I will let you know the status of your tip. If an arrest is made, you can receive a reward up to $1,000. How do I get the reward money if you don't know who I am? Well, when you call back, we set up a time and a place to drop the money. You will be safe, and nobody will know you gave Crime Stoppers a tip. Okay, well, here's what's going on. Welcome to Business Connection. I'm Liz Spencer. We're joined by an old friend today, Ben Wiersum of Ben Wiersum Sound Technology. Now, Ben, you've known us for a long time. People who um, may see us out in the field may notice you as well because you've helped us with our audio for the longest time. You've had a, a company for well over 10 years. So I think many people wonder, what does a sound company do? Well, Liz, it's an excellent question. Um, we handle all aspects of taking an existing source of something that makes noise, whether it's a person talking or band or it could be playback, and we make it so that attendees in an area can hear whatever happens to be going on. So that can take shape in multiple ways. Um, we might be repairing a sound system that's permanently installed in somewhere like a performing arts venue or gymnasium or for an event. We might supply all of the equipment and set it up on a temporary basis for a parade or a corporate function. 
Um, you know, we've worked with NCTV. TV. We've had the pleasure of tag teaming with you on several occasions for events around the community. Um, anywhere where a person talking wouldn't be loud enough and you need to take their voice and make it heard over a large area. And then as technology has evolved and different technical disciplines, if you will, have become more integrated with each other, we have dovetailed with that as well. And really, you know, we'll help customers not only install or maintain a sound system for their facility, but we'll also, you know, look at how does this integrate with video and how does this integrate with other aspects of a production as everything's gotten more and more involved. We can really be a go-to for our customers for any media challenges they might have. Right, and so when we think about sound, I, mean, I think sound is one of the most underappreciated things that in a production or at a school where you might need it or a hospital or a public building. People just assume you're going to slap in a couple speakers and they're all going to work. There's a lot more to it than that usually. Right, right. And um, so you help people understand what they need and, and then either install and buy it and install them for it. Correct. Right. Yes, and a lot of people don't know what, what they, they need. need. Right. And we always tell them, that's okay. That's why you have us. Right. And what we're usually looking for out of a customer is, you know, if they already have a system and we're looking to either repair it or modify it or improve it, we want to know what is it doing that it shouldn't be doing or what do you want it to do that you can't. And that can be anything from, you know, this microphone crackles to, well, we've been using this room next door as overflow, but there are no speakers in there. Um, there's also a lot of people, if they're, they're coming to us with a new construction, it's a new facility, it's a new business concept, they might not know what to ask for, and we can really help steer that conversation towards, it might help you if you did this, and right. have you considered doing something along these lines, and can really help steer some of these conversations when a business is looking to you know, open a new restaurant location, or they're going to expand, and now the bar has live music on Friday nights, or... You know, the gym just used to be basketball, but now we're holding events in there every so often and need to be able to have people be heard. Yeah. Well, that leads me to an, another question of what types of, I, I think we take for granted what places have audio, because I think your examples were, so what type of businesses do you serve? I mean, I forgot all about the restaurants, but yes, sure. they have too much, they, sometimes I think they have too much music. Yes, <laughs> too much um, sound. and we can often help with that. Yeah. Um, a lot of people you know, don't necessarily realize with something like a restaurant, even if you have a system, bring us in. We probably can improve it and help with challenges like that. So to answer your question, any type of commercial or industrial facility, um, and there's sound in a lot of surprising places, mm -hmm. car dealerships, background music and paging, that's big business and someone has to maintain and keep all that running and you got a new phone system, we'll help you interface to your existing sound system. Um, hospitality, restaurants, you know, any sort of bars, any place where people might be gathered. Um, medical, doctor's office, waiting rooms. And like you say, a lot of people take it for granted. You don't think about you're sitting there and there's that music playing quietly in the background. That might be our work. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of places in the area where we were the ones on the ladders mounting the loudspeakers. Um, churches are a big one. Mm -hmm. And it used to just be you had the sanctuary and there might be one or two microphones and that was it. But nowadays, it's a full band. It's a large-scale production. There's you know, multiple people with wireless microphones. You're feeding other areas of the building, remote broadcasts, recording. And a lot of those needs 
have either changed or really grown, especially in these last couple of years, to where a sound company probably has a lot of benefit for your organization. Right. Well, I, I think, again, I think we often take it for granted, and it's not a skill that is um, something they can, I think, pick up on the fly. I think we all think I have a, f a friend who's in a band. Yes. And so <laughs> he plays guitar, so he has an amp, so he knows what he's doing. Yes. Yeah. And those people can be an excellent resource, and it's nice to have somebody like that with an organization. And a lot of times we'll say, you know, why don't we meet with them? Mm -hmm. Let's look at what equipment you're using. There might be some tricks that we know, or if you added these couple of pieces where just a, some minor adjustments by a professional can really help take not only your system to the next level, but can help people like that sort of achieve their full potential mm -hmm. with what they've been given to work with. Right. Well, I think technology has helped a lot. So, yeah, I, I feel that technology has come down in price, but it's, it's smaller, more sophisticated, so I think it's allowed a little bit of room in people's budgets for somebody to hire somebody that knows what they're doing. Yes, I agree. And it's everything has changed, mm -hmm. and it's gotten a lot more approachable. And I often talk about you know, even a small live music venue. Ten years ago, it would have been an analog console in one location, and you have to have somebody who knows what they're doing to run it. You can kind of stumble your way through it if you don't, but it was a lot more difficult. Nowadays, for very little money, there are units you can get that can be buried away in an electrical room somewhere off the kitchen. It doesn't necessarily have to be taking up floor space on the restaurant. And then your operator can walk around and hear what it sounds like at the different tables, interact with the band, and remote control it from something like an iPad or you know, a, a wireless tablet. It's less expensive than most people realize. So that technology was very much in its infancy 10 years ago, and nowadays it's very common. And implementing that into an existing system or installing that into a new system is something that can really help a venue sort of operate at a higher level. And suddenly, you know, if you have the acoustic night on Tuesday night and you want a system that's very simple, that's doable. But if it's far more complicated for a larger band on a, a Friday or a Saturday, same equipment, different operation mode, recall a different preset. There's huge benefit with a lot of this as well. Not that people don't do it. It's gotten a lot harder to screw up. Right. And we're fortunate that if something does go wrong, one of the first things we tell people and if we're troubleshooting through it, recall the other preset. And usually any mistakes that were made, you can just kind of go back a step. And it helps make things a little more approachable and a little more user-friendly. And it's easier in the sense that it's harder to actually break something. True. Well, and I think all of that, I think if the technology has given us um, time because it's easier. I think it has, it's allowed us to have a little bit of money so we can hire someone like your company which makes it easier on us because you, you set it up. You're the pros. I, I think it's about time when you hire an expert like yourself. Yes. When you're doing it, you're realizing the value of it, and you're also wanting to save yourself time. Yes, and time is a huge component to mm -hmm. it. And the more complicated things get, we get people who call our shop all the time. They have this list of problems that happened. They tried to do something that didn't work, and we'll tell them, we'll just take care of it. Just let us handle it. Tell us what the problems are. That frees up, you know, if it's an event, the clock is ticking. Mm -hmm. You've got two hours to complete setup, and the guests are arriving whether you're ready or not. So let us take the pressure off of you and let us handle any aspects of that so that when you're dealing with your event, 
there's a million other last minute things that are come up, you can focus on those. We'll take care of the sound. We'll make you sound like a winner. And if it's a, a permanently installed system, we tell people, let us worry about it. We, people will call us all the time and they're stressed out over, we're trying to do this, but we don't know how we're gonna get the wire there and the cable's too short and what do we do about this? And I say, don't worry about it. You know, so much of what we do is custom. We'll bring in a bulk spool of wire and we'll pull it through conduit and the customer's standing there saying, I never would have even thought to do that and there's no way we could have done that. And we can really be a good resource for you just don't need to worry about it. You can focus your time on other aspects of your organization or your event or the production. Let us take care of the sound. It's one less thing for you to worry about. And I couldn't agree more. That's what we do all the time. When we have a sound issue, we contact you and say, let's have Ben do that sound. Well, thank you. <laughs> because it's so much easier. Thank you, Ben, for stopping by, giving us a little insight into your world and um, giving us an update on where you're going. We appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity, Liz. We're going to be right back with more Business Connections. Stay tuned. If you're interested in a television appearance on Business Connection, as a way to reach out to your community or to gain exposure for your company, contact us at info at nctv17.com. I'm Liz Spencer, and thank you for watching Business Connection.